Hello, and welcome to the Pondering Theologian podcast. I am the host, Nathaniel. In this episode, we are going to look at our next theme in Advent, and it is joy, or would be the third candle or the third week in Advent, uh, third candle on the Advent wreath. And uh, I read the, again, keeping with the lectionary, I read all four of the verses for this week, but I'm really going to focus just on two, and I'll read those for you. They're Isaiah 61, verses 1 through 4, and then 8 through 11, and then John chapter 1, verses 6 through 8, and then jumping over to 19 through 28. And as always, I'll link all of the scriptures that I pulled from in the episode description. Um, So without further ado, we will get into the scriptures. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those for whom, for, sorry, to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes, to the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. It will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord to display his glory. They shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully give them their recompense, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants shall be known among the nations and their offsprings among the peoples. All who see them shall acknowledge that they are all people whom the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My whole being shall exult in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decks himself with a garland and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its shoots, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. And now from John. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed, and did not deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Why then are you baptizing if you are neither the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know. The one who is coming after me, I am not worthy to untie the strap of their sandal. 
This took place in Bethany, across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. So this episode is going to be a little bit of a shorter one. Uh, Like I said, this week in Advent is joy. And sometimes the candle we light for joy on the Advent wreath is referred to as the shepherd's candle because of the joy that the shepherds were filled with when the angels visited them. And generally for the week of joy, we might read Mary's song in Luke. After being visited by the angel of the Lord to tell Mary that she had found favor in the eyes of God, she proceeded to sing in joy about the honor she felt. And in this uh, famous song comes the phrase, My soul magnifies the Lord. While this is an important part of scripture, Mary's song, one that exhibits the, the joy of the Lord, I want us to look at John the Baptist for a moment. But keep in mind that phrase, my soul magnifies the Lord. I find that John the Baptist embodies the themes of Advent in a lot of ways. Week one of Advent, we focused on hope. John came in hope. Any of those that came with the prophetic word of God carries with them hope. This hope John not only instills by talking about the coming of the Messiah, but I believe that John carried with him a spirit of hope wherever he went. One does not speak of God and the coming of the Messiah so fervently and with so much conviction unless they have hope. Hope in what John believed God had done through the scriptures verified in the passing down of the stories of faith through the generations and through these scriptures. Hope in what John believed would come. Hope in the coming of God in the Messiah. Hope in the goodness of God. The second week, the theme is peace, and this peace is a spiritual peace, as we uh, explored in the last episode. This is the peace that can only come in your soul and is directly connected to your engagement in the Spirit of God and in a loving disposition towards God. John, in our reading today, says, One more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the strap of their sandal. John had this spiritual peace. John's statement, again, is not of self-deprecation or low self-worth. It is not made under duress or fear that he had to make it. It came first from an internal peace that John knew who he was and that he belonged to God. His soul, the very foundation of his well-being, started in being in an upright relationship with God, one where he recognized God as the creator and provider for his very life, and his peace is shown in how he lived his life. He relied on God for his survival in the world. He lived in the wilderness and found food, clothing, and shelter there. God provided by God's creation. He was at peace with God up until he was murdered. And now we're in the week of joy. Joy is a powerful thing, and it is tied to the other two themes of peace and hope. Where does our hope come from? It comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Where is our peace? It is also found in the Lord. God the Spirit provides a way to this peace. And joy is found in God as well. Uh, While shepherds watched by night, the angels of God appeared. And we will read about this more in the coming uh, week as Christmas approaches. Um, But these angels appearing in the middle of nowhere would have been terrifying. Yet the angels came in peace and instilled hope and joy in these shepherds. And they went from that place and shouted to all in joy as they searched for the coming of the Messiah. 
John could not have been a voice shouting in the wilderness if he did not have some joy. I'm not sure how much time any of you have spent in an arid wilderness like the Middle East, but it was not one for the faint of heart. It held wild animals like bears and jackals and lions. It held venomous creatures like scorpions and vipers. It is a hot and harsh place, and in that time there also was the occasional band of uh, roaming soldiers or rebellious uh, peoples of all natures. John likewise is not very popular with the leaders of the occupying Romans or the Jewish religious elites. John spoke about a Messiah more powerful than Rome, and that would have been something that sounded like an invasion, a rebellion, not something Rome was really about. John spoke about salvation that was between you and God. You needed to be right with God first, something that is between you and God. And in some ways that skipped over these religious elites who needed the money and the attention of the people. John was not particular, particularly popular with the people with earthly power. He was concerned, however, with God and his relationship with God and his call to proclaim the word of God and do the work given him by God. This man carried joy with him because all he owned was the things given him by God and he was filled with peace, brought hope where he went and cried out in joy. You can almost hear Mary's song as the theme to John's actions. My soul magnifies the Lord. Everything that John did, he did so to the end of lifting up God, lifting up Jesus and acting in the Spirit of God. And as I said, this is a shorter episode, so here we go with the question. The thing I want you to write down, I want you to think about throughout your week and to fester in your heart as we are on the the coming of Christmas here, just a short few days away, is do you have the joy of the Lord in your heart? I mean, do you really have the joy of the Lord in your heart? When you leave your house in the morning, do you think, what I do this day, I do to magnify the Lord? Do you carry with you the joy of the Lord to all the places you go? I have worked in some very dark places, and I mean spiritually dark places, full of the sins of one's spirit and the results of people in the absence of God. These places are full of greed, lust, hate, malice, despair, murder of the heart, and in every place I've worked, the thing that set a few of us apart was that, that we still had joy. We had joy in those things, uh, those places where there was so dark we still found some semblance of peace. I remember one person I worked with, all the others would groan when they saw them clock in because they knew they were bringing in a spirit of joy. They would say the kind things amidst the slinging of profanities and hate. They would do the right thing. They would do kind things above and beyond. And do you have that where you go? Do you take with you the joy of the Lord so strong that it shines in even the darkest of situations? Or do you just float through, unremarkable, in a world full of people who like to distribute chaos and darkness? Think about it. Sit down, you know, after this episode or later on in your day, however you feel so moved. but. I encourage you to start today and ask, do you have the joy of the Lord 
Does your soul magnify your God? If not, dear children of God, I assure you, you will find that you are missing some peace and hope if you are in the absence of this joy. Christmas is almost upon us. We have just a Sunday left. This season is the reminder that the triune God came to earth in the vulnerable baby of Jesus Christ thousands of years ago and will come again. And if you do not find hope, peace, and joy in that, you are missing out. And again, as, as we end this episode, I encourage you to write these things down and reflect. Do you have the joy of the Lord? As always, I would love to hear from you down in the show notes or the episode description is all the contact for the podcast. You can reach out on social media or through email. If you're listening on Spotify, you can respond directly through a question down in the episode uh, description. I hope that you are doing well. I hope in this Christmas season, this Advent, that you have peace, hope, and the joy of the Lord. Remember that God loves you, no matter what, and there is nothing that you or anyone else can do about that. We'll see you in the next episode.